an issue with commercial oh, licensing for Zeppelin stuff, I would imagine. Why? Unless, unless we can get <laughs> Zeppelin Tristan will to... sing Star, Stairway to Heaven in the background of the next show. Oh, jeez. Nobody wants to hear that. Everybody wants to hear no. that. No. Ah, come on. <laughs> no one's listening anyway. All right, Kyle, what do you got here? What do you got? Some questions? I, I've got plenty of questions, but so does the Twitter sphere. So always get at me before our podcast. Hashtag 06010 MLB. And we'll fire away at the guys. Blake has a few questions here. He's looking for... The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation presents High School Basketball. The rebound brought down by Alexi Verton. Her eighth fast break daily finds Thomas right block. Layup good. St. Cecilia has the lead. Seven points for Torrey Thomas. Today is live coverage of the Nebraska State Championship from Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Tied at 54 in overtime. Pierce on the right wing. Lindner. Skip pass. Nichols. Nichols drives in. Takes it at Meyer with four fouls. Bounce pass. Paints wide open. Layup is good. Six programs will hoist the state championship trophy today. And you can hear every game right here on your ESPN Superstation. It's time to crown the next state champion. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed yield leader. And one final time, welcome to Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln for the sixth championship game of the 2018 Girls State High School Basketball Tournament. With our producer-engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda, getting you ready for the D2 championship game as the Fall City Sacred Heart Irish take on the Flyers of Humphrey St. Francis. Both of these schools have plenty of hardware in their trophy cases, girls, boys, no matter the sport. It is chuck full, and tonight Humphrey St. Francis looking for their first girls basketball title since 2007 when they won the third of three in a row, while Sacred Heart is your defending D2 champion, and a little lucky just to be there. They had to hit a three to force overtime last night in the Annis, 51-50 in overtime. And their first game, they had no problem downing Sandhill Stedford, 45-27 for St. Francis. They have put up a lot of the first game downing Riverside, 68-41, and Exeter Milligan, 74-58. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seedler near you. We have already crowded five champions today, four consolation games, nine games in the book so far. Game one today went to overtime. SCOTUS rallied to force overtime and beat Newman 40-37. to Then in D1, North Central over Bruning Davenport Shickley by a score of 54-35. to In Class B, one of the better Class Bs of all time. It was tight throughout, and Elkhorn eventually went on to a 67-60 win over South Sioux City. In the afternoon session, Ravenna took the lead into the fourth quarter and was up by as many as seven early in the fourth, but Superior rallied for a 42-39 win, holding Ravenna to 39 points, a season low for Ravenna and the first girls basketball championship 
for Superior, and it goes along with the volleyball championship that they won in November. In the Class A final, Omaha Westside wins for the second time in four years, and Millard South is the runner-up for the second time in the last two years. 55-44, Westside held Millard South to 11 points in the first half, and it never got closer than 10 the rest of the way. In the consolation games, Lincoln Christian beat Mitchell 56-30 in C1. St. Cecilia over Stanton 47-44 in C2. 52-48, Ansley Litchfield beat Pleasanton in D1. And in D2, Exeter Milligan edged Hyannis 46-45. Take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's game between Sacred Heart and St. Francis in the D2 final right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me, and it just relaxes me, and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Let's take a look now at the starting lineup for tonight's state championship game. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visiting Humphrey St. Francis Flyers, number two, is a five foot seven inch freshman, Allison Widener. She averages 15 points and four rebounds a game. Number 10 is a five foot eight inch senior, Bridget McPhillips. Averages just under eight points and five and a half rebounds a game. Number 22, five foot seven inch sophomore, Kylie Suits, three points and two rebounds. Number 24, 5'7'' junior, Tara Foltz. She averages 9 points and 2.5 rebounds a game. And number 32, the leading scorer for St. Francis, 5'11'' senior, Logan Wemhoff. She averages 17 points and 9 rebounds per game. The head coach of Humphrey St. Francis is Brian Reitmuth, assisted by Natalie Pfeiffer and Caitlin Suits. St. Francis is 26-2 on the season, defeating St. Edward and Emerson Hubbard in the sub-districts. Why not in the district final, 41-29? And here at the state tournament, they beat Riverside 68-41, and St. Francis beat Exeter Milligan 74-58 in the semifinals. Their 10th state tournament appearance. This is the seventh final in their 10 state tournament appearances. They're three and three in the state championship game. Now for Fall City Sacred Heart Irish. Number 10, 5'5", sophomore McKenzie with six points, two rebounds a game. Number 13, 5'5", junior. Number 13, Aaron Ebel. She averages four and a half points, two and a half rebounds. Number 30, six-foot senior Sarah Wurtenberger. The team's leading scored 11 and a half points, seven rebounds a game. Number 34, 5'11", senior Lauren Parrish. Seven points, six and a half rebounds a game. And 5'7", senior Abby Figner. She averages six points and three rebounds a game. The head coach is Luke Santo, assisted by Adam Santo and Holly Westerngard. Sacred Heart is 26-1 and one on the season. 
their lone loss coming to friend. They defeated Cornerstone Christian and Sterling in the sub-districts, Exeter Milligan in the district final. And here at State, Sacred Heart defeated Sandville Stedford 45-27 and Hyannis 52-51 in overtime. They are making their 22nd trip to the state tournament. They have won it five times, including last year. They have been the runner-up three different times. And that is a look at the starting line. It's brought to you by Five Points Bank. The Better Bank in Kearney will tip it off for the D2 title next. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center excellence in rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, your yield leaders. Contact the New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. They're proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Sacred Heart will be wearing the home white, the green trim, St. Francis, the traveling blue with the white trim as they go from right to left, the Irish from left to right as you view it along your radio dial. And don't forget all of our games are also streamed live on the internet at platriverpreps.com. Platriverpreps.com internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. And we are ready to get the final girls high school basketball game of the season underway, and Sacred Heart will win the opening tip. They'll put it in the hands of their point guard, Mackenzie Witt. Witt tries to get it up top and loses the handle. We'll have a turnover, and St. Francis will push it up the floor here with the freshman, Allison Widener. Widener, second on the team at nearly 15 points a ball game. St. Francis likes to score a little bit more than Sacred Heart does, so what kind of pace will we have on a pick and roll? They'll get it down to Wemhoff, the team's leading scorer. Missed her first shot of the game, and the rebound will be Figner, and Figner will push it up the floor here for Sacred Heart. Figner stops before she gets to the three-point line, gets it back out to McKenzie Witt. St. Francis playing man-to-man to start the basketball game. Each team coming up empty on their opening possession. With the sophomore back up top, three seniors, a sophomore and a junior in the lineup here for the Irish who come down the middle of the lane. A scoop shot by Ebel, no good. Offensive putback, though, is up and in for Lauren Parrish. 2 nothing. Sacred Heart grabs the first bucket of the ball game. For St. Francis, they go with two seniors, a freshman, a sophomore, and a junior, so a good melting pot there as Widener jump stop, kicks it into the corner. Wemhoff for three. It's short, follows her shot, got her rebound. Now a tie-up, and the arrow points the way of St. Francis, so they'll get to take it out underneath their own hoop. St. Francis will take it on the baseline with Foltz, the junior. will lob it out of the wing here to Widener, the freshman. Fires it right wing to Suits. And they'll set it back up top. Widener, left-hand dribble, gives it off here to Tara Foltz. Again, they're always looking for Wemhoff. She's off the highest pick here to the right elbow. Won't get it to her quite yet. As Sacred Heart forces the turnover. 
right into Radio Row to our left. Good catch there. It just misses the computer, which in this day and age is the biggest piece of property setting on these tables with our broadcast. Aaron Ebel now will bring the ball up the floor for Sacred Heart. Getting the first bucket, 2-0. Ebel will bring it to the right wing, kick it back up to the top of the circle to Parrish, who has the first bucket of the game. St. Francis pushing Sacred Heart up around the free throw line, and now she'll drive and take the one-hand runner. Witt off the heel, no good. Rebound comes out to McPhillips, and St. Francis will push it up here with Widener. Widener trying to go all the way, then kicks it to Wemhoff, 13-footer, up and in from the baseline, and the Flyers are on the board. 2-2, two minutes to go here in the first quarter, and Sacred Heart trying to throw it in too quickly, stepped over the end line, and stepped out of bounds. So turnover for the Irish. And it will be St. Francis basketball once again. Throwing it in will be Foltz. Lobs it up top for a three-pointer. Widener, it's off the front of the iron. Barely even touched it, and out of bounds it goes to Sacred Heart. Coach Reichmuth been there for a while for St. Francis. Coach Santo for a while for Fall City Sacred Heart. And Sacred Heart will inbound the ball here. Two minutes gone in our final championship game. D2. And, of course, if you're wondering, it's the exact same formula for the boys next week. They'll start with C1 and end with D2. Lob inside to Wurtenberger. Wurtenberger has it knocked out of her hands on the way up for the short jumper. And here comes St. Francis. Widener into the front court, kicks it over to Suits. She looked at the three, but defense handed her face there with Figner. And St. Francis will bring it all the way out top, go with a low one for everybody on the baseline except Widener. They clear it for her. She drives. She has it swatted away. Block shot down to the baseline there by Figner, and here comes Sacred Heart. They want to run, bounce pass into the paint. They lose the handle, and now a breakaway for St. Francis. Tara Foltz out ahead of the pack. She'll lay it up and in. Terrific Tara gets that steal and takes it home. 4-2 to St. Francis, and now they're going for another steal, and we're going to get a jump, and the arrow points the way of the Irish, so they'll keep the possession there as Figner was sandwiched by Foltz and Widener. Four, two, three minutes gone here in the first quarter. And the Irish will chuck it into the backcourt. To McKenzie Witt. Over to Parrish and across the timeline they'll go to Figner. Figner dribbles right side of the key, takes out a little wide, and hands it off there to Evil. Skip pass back to the left wing and quickly back over to Witt. And they'll reset the offense. Right wing, Figner. Abby back to the free throw line. Jumper by Parrish is on the way. It's no good. Trying to tip the rebound to herself is going to be Widener, but it goes out of bounds instead. And the Irish will get the ball underneath their own hoop. And our first substitution of the game will belong to the Flyers. And here comes Alyssa Cush into the contest. She averages about three and a half points and two and a half rebounds per game. Four to two, St. Francis. 4.40 to go here in the first quarter. Backdoor play on the inbounds is there for an evil layup. Aaron Ebel ties this game at four. St. Francis quickly gets it in. Wemhoff, they sag. She'll shoot the three. She'll hit the three. First three-pointer of the game belongs to Logan Wemhoff. It's seven to four. St. Francis, they'll put on a little zone trap in the backcourt. The Irish will throw over the top of it. Up the floor, Ebel doesn't have numbers, so she'll slow it up between the circles. Aaron gives it over on the right side of the key to McKenzie Witt. Back to the top of the circle. They'll go to Parrish. She'll take an 18-footer. No good. Good offensive stick back, though, up and in by Figner. Abby Figner with the offensive rebound, and we'll see some subs coming in for the Irish at the next horn. 7-6 to six Flyers, top of the key three, but before she shoots it, we're going to get a walk. Trying to get her feet square off that screen was Foltz and couldn't get squared up, and we've got our first television timeout 
of the basketball game. With 3.57 to go in the first quarter of the girls' D2 state championship game, Humphrey St. Francis 7, Fall City Sacred Heart 6. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Enzone's wide application window, you can even add Enzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Enzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Enzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Don't forget tomorrow here on ESPN Radio, the Big Ten Championship game, Michigan and Purdue playing for the title here on ESPN Radio from Madison Square Garden. And we'll have all the action for you here on ESPN Radio, every championship game next week as well from the Boys State Basketball Tournament. State tournament action brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Humphrey St. Francis 7, Fall City Sacred Heart 6, and the Irish have the ball with 3.50 to go here in quarter number one. The Irish made a couple of subs. Elizabeth Keithley and Randy Witt both check in, both a couple of juniors. Keithley gets about five points and four and a half rebounds. Witt gets about five and a half points, two rebounds, and she'll get her first jumper out here. Elizabeth Keithley will knock it down to the Irish. Take the lead 8-7 to seven off back-to-back buckets. Widener pushes the ball up the floor. So when we read that starting lineup for the Irish, only one player in double figures, but everybody that plays able to get about 4-12 to 12 points per ball game. St. Francis is also subbed in with Riley Maple. Maple gives it off here to Widener. Widener drives in, finds some trouble, kicks it off on the wing, and the jumper is good by McPhillips. With 9, Sacred Heart 8, getting a little offense here, more than we did in the Class A game early on. It picked up for a while, but, boy, just a struggle tonight for Millard South. They got a majority of their points in the fourth quarter when they hit three threes in a row. And Westside wins it for the second time in four years. Witt gets rid of it here on the left key. It'll be Wurtenberger back over to Witt. She's guarded here in the man-to-man by Maple. Lob it down the low block to Keithley. Keithley has it taken away by Widener. Widener headed the other way, two-on-one. She'll fake it to Wemhoff, take it in, and draw the blocking foul. She tried to juke the defender that time, and Mackenzie wet, but Witt kind of held her ground and picks up the foul. That'll be her first foul because it is the first foul of the game on either team. And Allison Winder will come to the line. The freshman will shoot her first free throw of the state final, and it's up and in. Now into the ballgame for St. Francis. Caitlin Jarris, Jarris checks in. And St. Francis will re-enter Parrish and Figner. Second free throw now coming up for Widener with 2.34 to go here in the first quarter of play. And it is up, and it bounces around, and it is in. Humphrey St. Francis, 11. Fall City Sacred Heart, 8. They put the points up on the wrong side here. 
into the front court for the Irish. They'll dump it down to the low block, turn around, trying to get the jumper up. Nice one dribble to draw the foul, Lauren Parrish. She turned around, had some traffic, but didn't panic, and she'll go to the line and shoot two. Foul is on Tara Foltz, her first. And two free throws coming up. Excuse me, not Foltz. It's going to be on Jaros instead. 20-42, not 24. Free throw up and in, 11-9. St. Francis by two. Second free throw now for Lauren Parrish for the Irish. It's on the way, and it is short. And tracking down the rebound in the corner will be Allison Cush. Alyssa Cush will get rid of the basketball to Widener, brings it up to the free throw line, uses a screen on the left wing set by Jaros, and she'll get rid of the basketball back to Widener. Widener drives in, contested layup on the left-hand scoop. No good. Rebound brought down by Figner, and Figner will push it up on the right wing here for the Irish. Right-hand dribbler stops there, just outside the arc. Needs some help, wraps it around to Parrish. Parrish back out top to Ebel. And Sacred Heart looking to tie the game down by two. Ebel will kick it out for a leading three, and it's good. Randy Witt actually ducked out of the way as she shot that because she had a hand in her face that time from Maple and a fast break the other way. Webhoff will answer right back. So the lead was short-lived as the Irish hit a nice three and just didn't get everybody back in time. 13-12, St. Francis. A minute and a half to go in the first quarter. So this game being played a little bit more at the flyer pace as Figner will bring it to the baseline, draw the double team, kick it out to Parrish. Parrish skips it over on the left side of the key to Evil. Evil guarded up top here by Cush. Brings it to the right elbow. Kicks it back up top to Keithley. Keithley backs her way in. Draws the double team and does not take the shot. So they'll reset it top of the circle here with Figner. Figner trying to find a little gap. Hands it off to Evil. Curls it into the paint. Gets it to Keithley on the block. Turnaround jumper. No good. Got her own rebound. Almost threw it over the backboard. No good. We'll get a jump ball. And the arrow points the way of St. Francis. 54 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. 13 to 12. Humphrey St. Francis will bring Foltz back into the ball game. And here comes McKenzie Witt and Wurtenberger in for the Irish. St. Francis right now, 5 of 10 from the field, 5 of 12 for Sacred Heart. And let's see what the Flyers want to do here as they get it to. Foltz, who gets it right back to Widener, the freshman handling the point. Off the screen and roll into Wemhoff, ran into a defender, got her feet back, put it up, drew the foul. Good initial defense there on the entry pass by the Irish, but Wemhoff, the senior, showing her experience, able to draw the foul. The foul will be on Parrish, her first, and two free throws now coming up for Logan Wemhoff, who already has seven points. This will be her first free throw of the game. And it's on the way, and good. 14-12, St. Francis. And the Irish will see Sidney Engel come in for St. Francis, and then they're waiting to sub in for the shooter, Wemhoff, to give her a little extra time before the end of the quarter. 42 seconds remaining, and we've gone up and down the floor quite a bit here already. Second free throw down for Wemhoff on the way, and it's good. So she will check out, and Bridget McPhillips re-enters for St. Francis. They'll put that full court pressure on. St. Francis leading it by three again, 15 to 12. Throwing it in for the Irish will be Abby Figner. They do not guard the inbound. She'll lob it in on the sideline to Witt. McKenzie just going to bring it up all by herself. Around one, around two. Got by Maple. Keeps coming. Dumps it into the paint. They'll swing it over to Parrish. Parrish has her pass picked off 
by Riley Maple. Turnover number five for Sacred Heart in this first quarter. A pull-up three. Foltz, it will not go. Rebound brought down here by Sacred Heart. And Figner, she used her dribble up. She needs some help. And Mackenzie Witt will get it into the front court with 15 seconds to go in the quarter. Witt down the middle of the lane, steps around two defenders, spins it up, and it's a nifty shot that goes for the sophomore Witt. Still seven seconds here for St. Francis. Sydney Engel looking for somebody to get it to, and a 25-footer at the horn is well short by Maple. And we are at the end of a very eventful first quarter in the Class D2 Girls State Championship game. Humphrey St. Francis, 15 Fall City Sacred Heart 14. We'll be back with quarter number two right after this on ESPN Radio, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Hitting home runs is sure a thrill, but more often than not, it's a small ball that wins the game in agriculture. At the Aurora Cooperative, we know that by managing the small increments, we can make a huge difference. Couple that with a competitive team who wants you and your farms to win, now that's a true yielding combination. Whether it's grain marketing, animal nutrition, providing agronomic solutions, or turning your corn into your ethanol, Aurora Cooperative's mission is to put equity to work in ways that produce yielding results for your operation. To learn more about the Aurora Cooperative, check out our website at auroracooperative.com. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. Three, two, one. Back at the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln for the D2 Girls State Championship game, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Ready for second quarter action with the score. Humphrey St. Francis 15, Fall City Sacred Heart 14. Both teams shot the ball well, obviously, in the first quarter. The Irish 46% and the Flyers 41%. Free throw shooting, 4-4 for St. Francis, 1-2 of two for Sacred Heart. Three-point shooting, 1-1 one of one for Sacred Heart, 1-5 of five for Humphrey St. Francis. And we begin the second quarter of play. It will be Sacred Heart basketball. Neither team is led by more than a bucket. St. Francis by three, Sacred Heart by two. And they have an opportunity to regain the lead right here. Top of the circle with it will be Parrish. Around the perimeter, they'll get it to Witt. Dribbles but doesn't drive. Skips it over the defense into the right-hand corner to Figner. Trying to zone it up is St. Francis. Figner drives. Figner scores. Figner's fouled. And a chance at a three-point play to start the second quarter here for Sacred Heart. So count the bucket up there. The foul going to be called on Logan Wemhoff. That'll be her first of the game. And a chance to get the two-point lead here for Sacred Heart. Figner will put the free throw up, and it is good. She's got five points now, and that leads a balanced attack for Sacred Heart. They've actually had six players score. Wemhoff has nine of the 15 for Humphrey St. Francis. Right-hand corner here to Kylie Suits. Suits around the perimeter, top of the circle to go to McPhillips. Get it to Widener in the left-hand corner, dump it down on the low block, trying to get a shot away, but can't back out to Widener. Bolts well covered. Now they dump it underneath to Suits. Suits turn around jumper. Rolls off the rim. No good. Slap of the basketball to herself as Sarah Wurtenberger. And a foul will be called on St. Cecilia. And Wemhoff just got her second. Uh-oh. Two fouls in 48 seconds here. And Coach Wrightmuth is going to go to the bench. That is the leading score 
for St. Francis. And checking in is going to be Caitlin Jaris. And how long will Wemhoff end up staying on the bench here for St. Francis? How long can they play good ball with her on the bench? Now Sacred Heart, a chance to grab the momentum. Here's Figner into the paint. Bounce pass right wing to Ebel. Ebel tries to get it back inside to Figner. It'll be knocked away by St. Francis, and Sacred Heart will take the ball out underneath their own hoop. 17-15, Sacred Heart. St. Francis stuck on 15 here for a few moments. Sacred Heart has scored five in a row, looking for more here with McKenzie Witt. Starts to the left and brings it all the way back out top as they change the play. Figner, 23 feet away, top of the circle. Wurtenberger starts to drive, and coming in from behind to strip the ball, Kylie Suits. Outlet pass, front court. Holtz got it, shoots it, scores. Tara Foltz lays it up on a nice bullet pass there from Widener after the steal was made by Suits, and we are tied at 17. Coming the other way, knocking the basketball away is going to be McPhillips, and rolling out of bounds is Wurtenberger, but it was last top, touched by McPhillips. 17 all, six and a half to go here in the second quarter on ESPN Radio, the girls' D2 final, the final girls' game of the year, and then we get to boys next week. Six classes, seven games a class, 42 games. We'll have six of them for you on Thursday and at least six on Saturday with all the finals. What will happen on Friday depends on our winners. Inside, turnaround jumper Parrish, she'll draw the foul. We'll talk a little bit more about that at halftime of our game, brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. Plus, we'll recap what happened earlier today. Parrish to the line to shoot two, the foul on Jarrus. No, McPhillips is her first. Free throw is no good for the senior, Lauren Parrish. They've got that gold medal from last year. They're trying to match it with a second. They've also, as freshmen, got one in 2015, so they're trying to win three of the last four, and the second free throw is good. Sacred Heart back on top, 18-17, as Widener sets the St. Francis offense in motion. Gives it to Suits. Right side of the key, puts the ball on the floor, then dumps it into the corner. 15-foot jumper is no good by McPhillips. Defensive board pulled down here by Wartenberger of the Irish, and she'll get the outlet pass to Ebel. Front court right side now uses a ball screen to bring it to the top of the circle, and they'll sag on her. Suits will pick her up defensively. Over to Witt. Back inside they get it. Here's Wartenberger. Turnaround jumper. Bounces on the heel. No good. Ball tapped out of bounds. Off of Widener. It'll stay with Sacred Heart. Neither team has used a timeout yet, and our state tournament action is brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. On the inbounds, they get it to Ebel, but she is held before she can even get the shot away. And we are not close to the bonus yet. That's five fouls on St. Francis. Only the second two team fouls have been called on Sacred Heart. The foul was called on Humphrey St. Francis, and they give that to Suits, her first. Inbounds pass. They get it inside. Figner will turn around, get it to Wurtenberg. She's fouled again before the shot. Well, St. Francis, you don't see that many times that you get the foul called that quick, but they're grabbing right away. So the foul's now starting to become unbalanced. And Sacred Heart will inbound it again, but before they do, here comes Logan Wemhoff. She sat on the bench for... Less than two minutes with those two fouls. Now she's got to be really careful for the Flyers. Don't want to get her another foul before halftime. Inbounds pass. Backdoor right side. The shot is no good that time by Parrish. Fight for the loose ball. It's tracked down in the corner 
On the left side, right in front of the St. Francis bench by Abby Figner, and another chance here for Sacred Heart. Skip pass over the top of the zone. Jumper from 16. Figner no good. Ball tipped all the way out to midcourt, and it's going to be run down here by the Irish. Figner grabbed it at midcourt. Gives it to Witt. St. Francis just can't grab the basketball. Free throw line and another foul. The turnaround jumper is up and in. Tara Foltz was all over the place during this whole exchange for St. Francis. In fact, when that ball came out near midcourt, she actually tipped it in. I think it would have been St. Francis' ball, but she didn't know that. And now she commits the foul. That will send Lauren Parrish to the line for a chance to complete a three-point play. Back in for the Irish is Randy Witt. 20-17 Sacred Heart. They're on an 8-2 run, and now it's a 9-2 run at 21-17. Five minutes to go here in the first half of play of the D2 Girls State Championship game. Widener going to blow all the way, and boy, another foul. And again before the shot. So if you take it in and draw some contact, you got a chance. Aaron Ebel, that'll be her first and the team's third. Flyer ball underneath their own hoop. Lobbing out top to Wemhoff. Quickly into the left-hand corner, but no look there for suits. Up top, Widener. Widener, left elbow, jump stop, runs into pressure, throws it up. Good defense in there by Wurtenberger. Shot no good, goes to Fultz, and her three is good. That was good defense by the Irish, and on the missed shot, it just got deflected right to the top of the key. And Suits just grabbed it, shot it, and drained the three. Cuts it to one. 21-20 and Sacred Heart. Miscommunication up the other end. The ball goes out of bounds. That'll be the seventh turnover on Sacred Heart. Only two on St. Francis so far. 4.33 to go second quarter. Sacred Heart 21, St. Francis 20. Here on ESPN Radio, Doug Duda with you from Pinnacle Bank. Looking for our sixth and final champion of the girls' state season. And a carry going to be called here on the freshman Widener. So each team with a turnover there, they exchange that. And the third turnover for St. Francis. Again, the biggest lead, Sacred Heart by four, St. Francis by three. And Sacred Heart with the ball with 4.15 to go here in the second quarter, up by one. Ebel got open backside, puts a one-hand runner over the top of Jara's, no good. Another offensive rebound put up by Parrish, no good. And Suits will grab the rebound for the Flyers, looking to regain the lead. They lob it down to Wemhoff, and she got shoved as she went to catch the ball right underneath the hoop. Fouls on Wurtenberger. First on Wurtenberger, there was no shot. And it will be St. Francis ball underneath their own hoop. Looks like Sacred Heart wants to zone the inbound. They'll lob it out on the wing to Suits. Back up top, Wemhoff hasn't really looked to shoot since he came back in. Baseline, here's the jumper, Jaras from six, no good. Rebound grabbed on the back side of the baseline there by McKenzie Witt. Witt now wants to go coast to coast, and they call her for a carry. So a couple of fast breaks here that have been wiped out by palming of the basketball on the floor right now for St. Francis will be Widener, Suits Jaras Wemhoff and Foltz for the Irish they are going to have Randy Witt along with Elizabeth Keithley, Wurtenberger along with Ebel and Figner Offensively, St. Francis with the ball down by one. 21-20. They led after the first quarter. 15-14. 
Weak side with it is Suits. Suits off the ball screen. Still can't get the three, but Foltz can. She'll take it. It's off the front of the iron. No good. Rebound brought down by Wurtenberger. She's done a great job pulling down board so far in this game for Sacred Heart. Irish looking to extend the lead, which is currently 21-20. Wurtenberger. Right side, they'll go to Figner. Things have slowed down here over the last three minutes offensively. Three minutes to go. Third qu- second quarter, 21-20, Sacred Heart. Lob it inside. There's Wurtenberger. She's trying to keep her balance, then turns, shoots, and scores. Boy, took her a while to just get her balance, and then she was able to secure and get the bucket. 23-20, Widener quickly up the floor, all the way down. Turnaround jumper draws a foul. And the freshman, Allison Widener, goes to the line to shoot two. She is two of two at the line. Those are her only points of the ball game for a freshman that averages just under 15 a game. Of course, I'm guessing a lot of those are steals and layups. First free throw is on the way, and it's good. Back into the ball game for the Irish will be Mackenzie Witt, and for the Flyers will be Riley Maple. Checking out will be Ebel for the Irish and Suits for St. Francis. Second free throw now for Allison Widener. And the lefty fires it up, and it's in and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Figner. 23-21, Sacred Heart. 2.40 to go. First half of play. Figner hustles it up right side of the key, then brings it out to the wing and turns and kicks it out to McKenzie Witt. Figner and Witt playing catch. Witt's going to take a left elbow 16-foot jumper. No good. Rebound ripped out of there by Caitlin Jarris. And Jarris will find Widener to bring it up on the right side. Now to the middle of the paint. Nobody found her. She drives. She shoots. She missed it. Boy, that was so wide open that she couldn't believe it. She gets her own offensive rebound, then tries to kick it out top, and Figner picks it off. Figner to the other end on Fultz. Stops, shoots, short-armed it. Then ball goes out of bounds off of St. Francis, they say. And it will remain Sacred Heart ball. City Sacred Heart has still only shot the one three-pointer that Randy Witt hit while St. Francis is 2 of 7. 23-21 Sacred Heart Heart off the inbound here. Two minutes to go before halftime. High post. Keithley. Keithley, they try to poke it away. She'll give it out to Figner. 16-footer good. Abby Figner makes it 25-21. St. Francis was playing with that 1-4 three-point lead in the first quarter. Now it's the other way around, Wemhoff for three. It's around and out, no good. Tries to get her own rebound, grabs it, puts it up and in. And ended up on the floor. And Wemhoff was the first one to fight it, and she's the first player in double figures with 11. 25-23, Sacred Heart, 90 seconds to go before halftime. No timeouts have been called in this game, but we've had the media timeout. Now Widener picks it off at the top of the key, goes to the other end, avoids the defender, Witt lays it up and in. And we are now tied at 25 on the ninth turnover of the game for Sacred Heart. They're having some problems hanging on to the basketball. They just did it again. Widener comes out of there with it, up the floor, hands it off, and the layup is good for Tara Foltz. And St. Francis has just scored six in a row, and Sacred Heart is going to call the timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 57 seconds to go in the first half. It's now Humphrey St. Francis, 27, Fall City Sacred Heart, 25. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. 
What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Two and three, two, one. Welcome back to Pinnacle Bank Arena here in Lincoln for the final 57 seconds of the first half. St. Francis has just scored six in a row to take a 27-25 lead. And let's see if Sacred Heart can get things rolling. And again, they turn it over, three straight turnovers. This time, Tara Fultz has it one-on-one, pulls up from 10. It hits the front of the iron, no good. And the board brought down by Wurtenberger. And then the Irish... <laughs> no communication. They about threw it away with nobody covering him in the backcourt, but McKenzie Witt grabs it, and Coach Santo wants to hold for one shot. 25 seconds. Over to Figner. And St. Francis says that's fine. They'll come out just enough to get a five-second count, but they're sagging on the zone. 15 seconds to go. Center circle, Witt. Now McKenzie puts the ball on the floor, puts it into motion on the left wing. High post, they'll go to Parrish. Parrish, one dribble, takes the shot. It's blocked. Blocked in there by Charles. Four seconds. Widener sees the clock. Widener, a running three at the horn, and it hit the front of the iron. No good. A pretty entertaining uh, first half of basketball here in the final final, the D2 Girls State Championship game. Sometimes on the sixth game, it can be a little long and a little quiet, but there has been energy in the building. Humphrey St. Francis, 27, Falls City Sacred Heart, 25, here at halftime. When we come back, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll have all the first-half stats, a little boys' preview, and what has happened already today here at the State Tournament on ESPN Radio. I was born and raised here in Hastings, Nebraska. My mom was in and out of hospital since the age I was two, and I lost her when I was six. Every time I walked past that room, the memories I had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver. It's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom. They made me feel always at home and again like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion, you cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've, I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. And welcome back to Pinnacle Bank Arena here in Lincoln. We are at halftime of the sixth and final championship game on this girls' Saturday. With your score, Humphrey St. Francis 27 and Fall City Sacred Heart 
25. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. As we said, this is the sixth final of the day. In case you missed any of what happened earlier today, let's run it down for you. The game prior to this was the Class A final. Omaha Westside winning their second title in the last four years, shutting Millard South down. They held them to 11 points in the first half, and it never got closer than 10. Westside 55 and Millard South 44. In Class B, it was one of the better Class B finals uh, because it had some scoring for once. It was Elkhorn 67 and South Sioux City 60. That's the highest scoring game since South Sioux City won 87 to 50 back in 2001. The day started in C1 with Columbus Scotus somehow finding a way to get things going through this postseason. They had the Lincoln Christian win in the district final in overtime just to get here. That kept undefeated Ord at home. And then they thumped number one Wahoo, the ranked number one, but the four seed, 49 to 32. Then they beat undefeated Mitchell, 43 to 26, and trailed basically the whole game and found a way to get it to overtime and then beat Bishop Newman, 40 to 37. In C2, a heartbreaker for Ravenna, but for Superior, they win their first ever girls' state championship in basketball after winning volleyball earlier this uh, season back in November. Superior outscored Ravenna 15 to 5 in the fourth quarter and won at 42 to 39. In D1, really the only blowout of the day. Uh, Class A won close, but it wasn't necessarily a blowout. North Central beat BDS 54 to 35, just kind of steadily pulling away in that contest. And here in D2, we are at the half, 27-25, Humphrey St. Francis. In the third-place games today, three of them went down to the last possession, but it wasn't in C1. Lincoln Christian beat Mitchell 56-34 in C2. Hastings St. Cecilia beat Stanton 47-44 in D1. Ansley Litchfield beat Pleasanton 52-48. And in D2, Exeter Milligan beat Hyannis by a score of 46-45. The boys' state high school basketball tournament is coming up next week. We'll talk about that in a moment here at the State Girls Tournament Halftime of D2 2725 St. Francis. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. As we said, the Boys State High School Basketball Tournament next Thursday, we have seven teams, six games that we will be bringing you at PlatteRiverPreps.com and on our network of stations. And it starts in 
Class C1. The games that we will have on Classic Hits 98.9 will be at 9 a.m., Grand Island Central Catholic against Lincoln Christian at the Devaney, and then at 345, Arcadia Loop City in Utah at Lincoln Southeast. Our games on the Breeze, 94.5, will be at 1045, Wilcock Tildreth and Giltner at Lincoln Southeast, and then that will be followed at 345 with Kennesaw and Fullerton from Lincoln Northeast. On 1230 AM, KHAS, Hastings St. Cecilia will play South Loop at 2 o'clock at Lincoln Southeast. And on ESPN right here, 1460 and 1550, Carney High will play Bellevue West here at Pinnacle Bank Arena. The semifinals Friday and all six championship games Saturday here on ESPN Radio. Also playing from our listening area, Aurora and Bennington here at Pinnacle at 9 a.m. in Class B on a Thursday. In C1, you got Broken Bow and Boone Central Newman Grove playing at 2 o'clock as well. So that's what's coming up in the Boys State Tournament next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Some college basketball. It is Duke winning the final game of the regular season over North Carolina. That final meeting that they have, 74-64, to ends up being the final score in that basketball game. Uh, most games of note have finished up for the day. There was a lot of action earlier today with Florida knocking off Kentucky, 80-67. to Miami made a free throw with one, three seconds to go to beat Virginia Tech, 69-68. to It was Xavier over DePaul, 65-62. to Texas beat West Virginia in overtime, 87-79. to That helps their uh, NCAA tournament berth because they are one of the teams that are on the bubble as well. Syracuse upset 18th ranked Clemson 55-52. to Kansas State a 77-67 winner over Baylor. In the Big Ten as we told you Michigan knocked off Michigan State 75-64. to They'll play Purdue. Purdue beat Penn State today and Marquette rallied to beat Creighton 85-81. to Number one Virginia beat Notre Dame 62-57 to and number six Kansas got pounded by Oklahoma State 82-64. to 27-25, Humphrey St. Francis with the lead over Fall City Sacred Heart. Let's go ahead and take a look at the first half numbers of our D2 Girls State Championship game. Very similar for Sacred Heart. Mackenzie Witt, two points, three rebounds. Aaron Ebel, two points. Sarah Wurtenberger, two points, four rebounds. Lauren Parrish, seven points, two rebounds. Abby Figner, seven points, eight rebounds. And Elizabeth Keithley, two points, one rebound for Danielle Bippus and three-pointer for Randy Witt, the only one even attempted in the game for Fall City Sacred Heart. Nine offensive rebounds, 13 defensive rebounds. Free throw shooting, one of two in the first quarter, three of four in the second. They've only attempted the one three-point bucket. So for Sacred Heart, they had 14 points in the first quarter, 11 in the second, 25 points, 22 rebounds. Four out of six at the free throw line, one of one from three-point land, one block shot, and 11 turnovers. They shot 40% in the first half, 10 of 25 from the field. Foul situation, two on Aaron Ebel, nobody else with more than one. For Humphrey St. Francis, Allison Widener, five points, two rebounds. Bridget McPhillips, two points, one rebound. Kylie Suits, one rebound. Tara Foltz, nine points and a rebound. Logan Wemhoff leads the way with 11 points, three rebounds. Alyssa Cush has a rebound, and Caitlin Jarris has two rebounds. Four offensive rebounds, seven defensive rebounds, but Sacred Heart is dominating the glass. They've doubled up St. Francis 22-11. to 11. 
Free throw shooting for the Flyers. They were 4 of 4 in the first quarter, 1 of 2 in the second. Three point shooting, 1 of 5 in the first, 1 of 2 in the second. They are tw- 10 of 26 from the field compared to 10 of 25 for Sacred Heart. St. Francis, 15 points in the first quarter, 12 in the second, and at the half, 27 points, 11 rebounds, 5 out of 6 at the free throw line, 2 of 7 from three point land, three block shots, two of those by Logan Wemhoff. Only four turnovers in the first half of play for St. Francis. They were 10 of 26 at the field for 38.5%. And foul situation two on Logan Wemhoff and Bridget McPhillips. At the half, your score is Humphrey St. Francis 27 and Fall City Sacred Heart 25. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. And we'll be back with the second half of the final girls game of the year, St. Francis and Sacred Heart, right after this on ESPN Radio, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Just like your car, your home's mechanical system needs a periodic wellness check, too. Get this scheduled today by calling Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. An annual service agreement will entitle you to a complete heating and cooling system check, once in the spring and once in the fall. Kelly and the crew take great pride in the work they do and catching problems before they happen, so you can stay comfortable all season long. Call Anderson Brothers today in Kearney at 236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or go to andersonbros.com. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Time now for our Seeds of Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. Well, the battle of the boards will be one of the issues here today. Now, Fall City Sacred Heart isn't necessarily an overly taller team. They have two 5'11", 6-foot posts compared to Wemhoff, so... Wemoff can't get in foul trouble. Don't want to get an early third and put head coach Reitmuth in a bad situation whether to play her or not with foul situation. But they do need to be a little bit stronger on the board and not give up so many offensive rebounds to Fall City Sacred Heart. For Fall City Sacred Heart, they've been pretty balanced in this basketball game, and they have to avoid letting St. Francis go on runs. We've had a couple of runs in this game, and St. Francis will get the basketball to start the second half of play. Sacred Heart, all that tradition. Can they repeat as the state champions and win it for the third time in four years? Or can Humphrey St. Francis bring home their first title since 2007? All of their championship trophies have been in D1. This is the first time the girls have been in the D2 final. But out of the 10th year, this is seven times in the final. They'll get the ball inside McPhillips. Turnaround jumper is no good. Well defended. Rebound brought down by Lauren Parrish. And the Irish with their first opportunity. Outlet pass to Ebel. Ebel will lob it inside. There's really nobody there, and it's stolen away by Wemhoff. Out to Widener, two on two. Widener fakes the pass, goes in. Left-hand layup, good. And St. Francis needs to get Widener going as well. She now has seven points. Three of those were free throws. She was pretty quiet. 
in that first half. Pressure on, broken, and Evil will go in for the layup on the assist for Lauren Parrish. I don't think that we're going to see a whole lot of pressure being put on by St. Francis the way the Irish chewed that one up. So each team scores on their opening possession. Widener went coast to coast. And the Irish get a nice little jumper there to make it 29-27. Minute gone here in the third quarter. Widener, jump stop, right elbow, takes it in, hit the rim, got it back, hit the rim again, and Parrish will grab the rebound. Hands it off on the right wing to Witt. Witt stops the three-point arc. Mackenzie Witt so far in this basketball game, just one bucket. She's only shot it three times. Get it into the paint. Parrish is wide open. Turnaround jumper, though. Put it up too strong, and the ball tipped into the hand. Widener, and Widener will push the ball up the floor. Long outlet. Wemhoff got behind everybody, and she'll score. Logan Wemhoff with a beautiful bucket on the assist from Widener. The one-two punch of the Flyers give her 13 points, and the lead is now four. That's actually the largest lead for St. Francis. They were between one, two, and three for a bunch of the first half. Sacred Heart had a four-point lead as well. And again, a turnaround jumper this time. It does go for Lauren Parrish. So they have the same play two times in a row. That time they connect. Fast break up to Wemhoff. Wemhoff on the block. Can't get the shot away. Then they call her over the back, trying to get the ball away from Sarah Wurtenberger. And that's the third foul on Wemhoff with six minutes to go in quarter number three. 31-29. St. Francis leads it, and Wemhoff is going to come out, and Jaras is going to come in. So Coach Reichbeath is going to put her down. It was for just a little less than two minutes when she got that second foul. She got two fouls in the first minute of the second quarter, and they sat her down for about a minute 45. Sacred Heart a chance to tie here. Again, they've only attempted the one three-pointer in this basketball game. So they're trying to get it inside, and here on the edge is Figner. Figner out top, going for the steal. Witt got it. Back inside, Parrish. Turnaround jumper, good. St. Francis going to have to find out where the hole in the defense is. That's three straight trips and two out of three buckets for Parrish, and we are tied at 31. Five and a half to go, third quarter. Right-hand corner, they'll go to Jaris. Back out around the perimeter, spreading the floor this time. All five blue jerseys. Out above the arc. Now they get inside and keep it out top with Widener, the point guard. Starts right, now left. Try to double her. Gives it off. Fultz puts up the 17-footer. No good. Rebound brought down by Figner. Two on three. And Abby says, I don't like those odds. Ball took a funny hop, but she kept her hand on top of it. Good no call there by the official. That was the crowd reaction behind us. Ebel, skip pass right side. Figner dumps it inside. Wurtenberger, double team. Turnaround jumper. No good. Parrish, put back is good. Six straight for Lauren Parrish. And it is 33-31. Sacred Heart takes the lead. Widener drives, gives it off to McPhillips. Hits a little baseline jumper from five. And we're tied 33-33 with 4.33 to go here in quarter number three. So threes are wild right now at Pinnacle Bank. Parrish on the high post. Gives it to Ebel. Ebel drives. Scoop shot. Switches hands. Right hand. No good. Offensive put back. No good. Hits the front of the rim. And finally, wrestling away the defensive board is Jaris. And here comes Widener down the middle of the floor for St. Francis. Gives it back over to Jaris on the left wing to Widener. Three-point arc. And she'll dribble all the way out to midcourt for that low 1-4. This time she pulls up. Takes a 17-footer. It's no good. Trying to tip it to herself is Jaris. But once again, Wurtenberger... Holds her ground. Witt brings it up the middle of the floor. Gives it to Parrish. 12-footer. Off the rim, no good. Rebound by Kylie Suits. We've went up and down the floor quite a few times here without a whistle. Here's a three-pointer, McPhillips. It's good. 
And McPhillips hits her first three-pointer on her first three-point attempt of the game. And St. Francis is back on top here in the championship. 36-33, 3.33 to go in the third quarter. Irish, right wing. Teams are starting to hit some shots now. Back and forth we go. What will they try to answer with? Figner lobs it into Parrish. Ball slipped out of her hands, and she'll run it down to the deep corner and get it back out to Figner. They'll save the ball. Witt, top of the circle, right side to Evil. Evil looking inside to Wurtenberger. On the right block, turns, gets tied up by Kylie Suits. The arrow points the way of the Irish. They'll keep it and into the ball game for the Irish. will be Elizabeth Keatley and Randy Witt. But before we move on, We've got a television timeout with 3.09 to go in the third quarter of the D2 Girls State Championship game. Humphrey St. Francis 36, Fall City Sacred Heart 33. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Some other sports notes today. The UNK baseball team beat Central Oklahoma. Nebraska lost to Wichita State. The softball team for the Oscars split with Wichita State. UNK softball split in their tournament down in Joplin, Missouri. So those are a few of the highlights of the day. Our state tournament coverage brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 309 remaining here in the third quarter of play. St. Francis 36, Sacred Heart 33. It's Sacred Heart basketball. Inbounds pass. They'll get it to Witt out top. Widener knocks it away, and then it goes out of bounds off Sacred Heart. Nice play by the freshman, Allison Widener. Here's a kid that you're going to hear a lot about. One of those kids that they're going to go in two years. How has she not graduated already? She's just a freshman, averaging 15 points a game. She's got seven tonight. Seven assists. She's trying to get another one into McPhillips, but McPhillips on the pick and roll got fouled. And she'll go to the line and shoot two. St. Francis trying to establish a little bit more of a cushion here. Neither team is led by more than four at any point in this game. McPhillips can change that if she hits both free throws here. And the first one by Bridget. The senior up and in. 37-33. St. Francis by four. And the second free throw. Of course, the Sacred Heart boys, also the number one seed next week. Humphrey St. Francis did not qualify. Second free throw is good. And it's a five-point lead now for Humphrey St. Francis. 38-33 with 2.50 to go in the third quarter of play. Irish will bring it up with Witt. They've got to feel good about this because their leading scorer, Wemhoff, is on the bench. Here's a 19-foot jumper by Witt. No good. Rebound brought down by Jaris, and she'll get it to Widener. And Allison knows one speed, and that's full go. On the wing, jumper on the way, and it's good by Kylie Suits. 
A little 11-footer, and it's 40-33. to Timeout on the floor by Fall City. Sacred Heart brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 2.29 to go, third quarter. St. Francis has scored seven in a row to go up 40-37. to whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. One. Well, our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda, back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Pinnacle Bank Arena with two and a half to go in quarter number three. The Irish of Sacred Heart now find themselves down by seven, so they go to Parrish. That was their money play to start the quarter. The ball's tipped away. We're going to get a walk and a turnover on the Irish. That is their 14th turnover of the game, and Wurtenberger and Figner are going to come right back in here for the Irish. So turnovers have hurt Fall City Sacred Heart. St. Francis right now shooting 40.5% and an even 40% for Fall City Sacred Heart. They haven't scored the last 245. Widener, left elbow, dribbles left side of the key, takes the shot, has it blocked. Beautiful play in there by Parrish. It goes out of bounds. It'll stay with Humphrey St. Francis. And to throw it in on the baseline will be Tara Foltz. Fultz looking for a screen backside for Widener. They find her. She dumps it down on the low block. Turnaround jumper by Jarris. Partially blocked and taken away by Wurtenberger. And the Irish will push it up the floor here for Randy Witt. Skip pass right side to Figner. Stuck on 33 here for three minutes now. Sacred Heart hasn't scored. Figner tries to change that, but a foul is going to be called before she can take the shot on Allison Widener. That will be her second personal foul. And here comes Riley Maple back in for St. Francis. Sacred Heart will take the ball out underneath their own hoop. Lob it into Parrish in the right wing. Now they drop it down to Figner. Turnaround jumper, well contested. Tough shot, no good. Rebound, Jarris. And right now, Sacred Heart, when they want to take a shot, they take it. It just doesn't matter who's on them. McPhillips, a transition three. It's short. And Wurtenberger will grab the ball here, but... St. Francis with the lead, and all this with Wemhoff on the bench with three fouls. She'll get to come in and play probably the whole fourth quarter if she's careful. Here's Witt. She is the only player to shoot a three. They've only attempted the one. Now Parrish in the paint. Ten-foot jumper is good. Lauren Parrish continues to knock down jumpers, and that breaks a three-minute and 15-second drought for Sacred Heart. 40-35, to St. Francis, one minute to go in the third quarter of play. And for Parrish, she has 15 points to lead Sacred Heart. And here in the third quarter, she has scored eight of those all the same way. McPhillips shot blocked by Parrish. Comes up well short. Grabbed there by Wurtenberger. And Sacred Heart might be able to have a little run here at the end of the third quarter. Driving in, Figner, one-hand runner, bouncing around and in. So back-to-back buckets there, and we're down to a three-point game. And St. Francis, I assume, will hold for the last shot with 30 seconds. Nope, they get to McPhillips, and then she'll kick it out. On the left wing with it is Maple. 
Just holding the ball, skips it to the free throw line for Jaris. Jaris goes right around the defender and is fouled hard. She ends up on the ground. She'll go line and shoot two. What a great ball fake to get the defender to leave her feet. And she'll shoot two here with 18 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Jaris has not scored. She has not been to the line. And she'll get an opportunity here as the foul is called on Wurtenberger. That's her second. And the first of two free throws is up and in. So first point of the game here for the sophomore, Caitlin Jaras. And the second free throw is on the way, and it's in and out no good. Rebound brought down by Randy Witt. 15 seconds, a chance to make it a one-possession game. Gives it over to Evil. Evil to Figner, back to Evil with eight seconds. Lobs it in. They tried to go to Parrish, and Widener knew it was coming. Stole the ball. Two on one. Plenty of time. Going in for the layup, and it's too strong by Tara Foltz. And that is the end of the third quarter of play. It's a very entertaining final game of the year on the girls' side in the D2 State Championship game. Humphrey St. Francis 41, Falls City Sacred Heart 37, here on ESPN Radio, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Two, one. Well, the Nebraska women's basketball team falls tonight in the Big Ten tournament to Maryland. And so they come up just short of uh, making the championship game. And Nebraska women, just like the men on the bubble, although the women might be with that win yesterday in just a little bit better situation. Maryland beat Nebraska 66-53, to had a big second quarter to go up. 10 and Ohio State is in the final after holding off Minnesota 90 to 88. Minnesota scored 32 points in the first quarter but couldn't hold that lead 90 to 88. So we'll see if the Nebraska women are able to uh, make it in on the bubble. We go to the final quarter of the regular season and who will win the class D2 State Girls Championship. Humphrey St. Francis starts the fourth quarter with the lead, 41-37. And Widener brings it in off the double team, takes a tough shot. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Randy Witt. State tournament action brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, Nebraska. Glad to have you along with us as we'll have it up top here for Figner. Figner's pass is going to be knocked away. Picked back up here. Figner will have it. Leading the way, Lauren Parrish knocked away Widener. She's going in for the uncontested layup, and it is now a six-point lead 
for Humphrey St. Francis, 43-37. Widener now with nine points. Wemhoff leads the way with 13. McPhillips and Foltz also have nine. And Wemhoff back in the ball game after sitting for nearly five minutes in that third quarter with a third foul. With it on the right wing is Randy Witt. Over in the corner, nothing there. Wurtenberger finds Ebel. Back out to Figner. Figner dribbles into the double team. Skips it over to Witt. Three-pointer on the way, and it's good. How about that? There's only been two three-pointers attempted in the game by Sacred Heart, both by Randy Witt. She's hit them both, and that was one that the Irish could use. 43-40 St. Francis. 6.40 to go in the game. 26-1 for the Irish. 26-2 for the Flyers. Both proud programs. Widener moves in, decides to dump it to Wemhoff. It's deflected back out. Foltz grabs it, and then she walked with the basketball. Turnover here for Humphrey St. Francis. They have not had very many turnovers in this basketball game at all compared to what Sacred Heart has given up in this game. That is only the fifth turnover compared to 16 for Sacred Heart. Sacred Heart could tie with another three here. Lob it into Parrish, draws the double team out to Witt from the same spot. She just fired it. She'll hold this one back into Parrish, trying to lob it into Wurtenberger. And a foul going to be called on the pass. Each team only had two fouls coming into the quarter, so they're in good shape. Three now on St. Francis. Individually, in the personal fouls, Wemhoff does have the three for St. Francis. Nobody else in the game has more than two. Inside, Evil got bumped off balance shot. No good. Rebound brought down by McPhillips. She'll hand it off to Widener. Up the floor they go to Wemhoff. Pull up jumper from seven and getting a hand on it is Parrish. Parrish has done really good defensively in this basketball game. Multiple block shots for her. And the inbounds pass comes up top to Wemhoff. Off a couple of screens, tried to get it to Widener, but no. Widener not able to get over there. That pass a little wide for And we're going to get a timeout on the floor here called by Humphrey St. Francis. That's their first of the game. Brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. 5.57 to go. St. Francis 43, Sacred Heart 40. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Final stats, a recap of the day. Your winners today, Westside in A, Elkhorn in B, Columbus Scotus in C1, Superior in C2, and North Central in D1. Few schools that haven't won basketball titles either ever or in a while. North Central and Superior first ever. Elkhorn hadn't won it since 85. Here's Sacred Heart and St. Francis trying to put another big trophy in their case. Irish basketball down three, working it around the perimeter with 5.40 to go. Mackenzie Witt lobs it over the right wing to Evil, trying to post up Wurtenberger or Parrish. Now a three-pointer on the way, and they missed that one from Randy Witt, but an offensive rebound by Parrish, left baseline, all the way back out top, got it to Mackenzie Witt. She'll give it over to Evil. 
Rotated around. Randy was over here on the weak side all by herself. Looked for that skip pass. Instead, it'll be a straightaway jump for McKenzie. Went from 16, no good. High in the air to corral it with one left hand is Allison Widener. Up the floor she comes, goes all the way, draws the blocking foul. And we're going to get two free throws coming up here for Allison Widener of St. Francis. She's got nine points. She's three of four at the free throw line. Says she's three of 14 from the field. Doesn't seem like she's shot that many times. St. Francis is now down to 35.5% from the field. They were at 46 at one point as the free throw was up and in by Widener. 40.5% for Sacred Heart. Second free throw now for Allison Widener. On the way, and it hit the front of the rim. No good. Board grabbed by Ebel, and here come the Irish down 44-40. to 40. Outlet pass right wing to McKenzie. Went back to Ebel. The trailer over to Randy. Went five minutes to go. They lob it on the left block to Wurtenberger. One dribble. Spins off the square and in. Nice strong move by Sarah Wurtenberger. 44-42. St. Francis now hadn't put a field goal on the board here the last two and a half minutes, but they changed that with a short jumper. Kylie Suits got open in the paint. And knocked it down. 46-42, St. Francis trying to keep that two-possession lead going here in the fourth quarter. McKenzie Witt down low, wide open. They lost Parrish, and she gets the layup. 17 points now for Lauren Parrish. Ten of those here in the second half. Widener sprints up the floor and hands it off on the right wing to Tara Foltz. Looks for the cutter to the free-throw line. McPhillips back out top, Widener. It's about Wemhoff time. She's over on the left wing. Instead, Foltz for three. No good. Long rebound comes out to McKenzie Witt. She wants to run. It's two on three. What's going to take it all the way? Lob it up and in. There was a big contact at the end of the play, but no call either way. And we're tied at 46. Sacred Heart fans come to their feet. McPhillips a transition three. No good. That's two very quick shots for St. Francis. Witt with the rebound, but this time she doesn't have numbers and she'll slow it up to Ebel. The Irish trying to take the lead here for the first time since the five-minute mark of the third quarter when they were up 33-31, and then St. Francis scored nine in a row on them, and they haven't trailed since. Three and a half remaining in this game, this D2 state championship. We've got another good one here. Four of the six were in doubt at this point of the game. Here's a three by Witt, no good, and it comes off with a long rebound to... The point guard, Allison Widener, who dribbles behind the back, brings it underneath to Wemhoff, who has the layup. What a great play by Widener. What a very impressive freshman to be playing D2 basketball. 48-46 St. Francis. Back up by two, and Sacred Heart's going to slow it down, take a breath here. They've been running up and down the floor. Not much pens play. McKenzie Witt drives the lane, puts up the one-hand runner for eight off the square and in. 48 all. The teams are training. Punch, counterpunch. Widener. To the trailer, Foltz. Again, you got to be thinking more Wemhoff right now for St. Francis. She uses the ball screen. Foltz drives, loses the basketball, and a turnover for St. Francis. Sacred Heart will push it up with Witt. Sacred Heart a chance to take the lead right here with two and a half to go in the game. Randy Witt on the right wing. Keeping it on the wing. Entry pass, Wurtenberger back up top. Evil to Witt, left elbow. Nice pass to Wurtenberger. She'll score. And Sacred Heart has their first lead in over 10 minutes. 50 to 48 Irish, 2.10 to go. St. Francis has four timeouts. I would think about using one right here. 
You trail for the first time in a long time. And head coach Brian Reichmuth says, let's just pull it out. Get it to Widener. Clear it out for her. She drives, kicks it back out for a three-pointer. Suits, but it is short. And now the Irish, the ball goes out of bounds off of St. Francis. And all of a sudden, you look up at the clock and go, there's not many possessions left. We're down to 147 to go. And for the first time, St. Francis is playing from behind without the basketball in this second half. And the Irish look to throw it in and a timeout before they can do that. It'll be a full-length timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. The D2 Girls State Championship game, 147 remains. Sacred Heart has the ball and a 50-48 to lead over Humphrey St. Francis here on ESPN Radio. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Winter sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460-1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. You'll find a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you'll know we have your team covered. All of this online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Back to you in 3, 2, 1. Fall City Sacred Heart has hit five of their last six field goals to take a 50-48 lead here over Humphrey St. Francis with 147 remaining in the game. And it'll be Irish basketball. St. Francis will put on some full court pressure. And we're ready to go. Evil to throw it in. Has to throw it real short here to Wurtenberger, who goes right back to Evil. Throws over the top of the zone, trap to McKenzie Witt. Three on three, McKenzie brings it in, kicks it on the wing to Randy from 15. It's no good. Rebound brought down by the Flyers. Tara Fultz has it. Fultz brings it right up the middle of the floor. And then as she stops, they say she walked with the basketball. She didn't really come to a jump stop. She just didn't slow down quickly. Tried to stop quick at the high post. That was pretty close. She really didn't take an extra step, but... A break here maybe for the Irish. They get it into Wurttemberg. Back to Evil. Minute 30 to go. 50-48 to 48 Irish. State championship on the line. The Irish, the defending champs. Looking for a title for the first time in 11 years for St. Francis. Randy Wood has it. And by the way, both teams only three fouls. And so St. Francis needs to get out here and get more aggressive defensively. They've got fouls to give. And they're not doing that. We're down to one minute to go in the championship. Ball back out between the circles. St. Francis needs a foul and a timeout right here to discuss strategy. 50 seconds to go. Irish, everybody out above the free throw line. They get it into the hands of McKenzie Witt. 43 seconds. St. Francis, they're not trapping. They need to foul. And that's what Coach Reichenberg said is foul. And Reichmuth finally gets the foul down to 38 seconds. 
And he was all the way out at midcourt trying to tell his kids to foul, and the official had to tell him, don't come out so far. But with four timeouts, they still aren't using one. That's only the fourth team foul, so they've got to continue to do this. I don't know why they're sitting on those timeouts. They lob it in here to Lauren Parrish. She just holds it, trying to foul, and getting the foul is Widener. That'll be personal foul number three. Widener with 10 points, 10 assists. 33 and a half seconds, and there, finally, St. Francis calls a timeout. So with 33 and a half seconds remaining in the game, Sacred Heart with their only lead of the fourth quarter, and they have the ball 50 to 48. We'll be right back. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth. 33 seconds remaining in the D2 final, and Sacred Heart has the ball in a 50-48 lead. Fouls to give, looking to get it in. They overthrow Wurtenberg, but we have a foul called. The ball would have went out of bounds, but they must have held her. Logan Wemhoff just got her fourth foul, and that is not who you want fouling out of the game. That's the sixth foul, so we do it again. Sacred Heart to throw it in. Widener knocks it away. We'll throw it in at midcourt. And Sacred Heart doesn't want to throw it backwards here either because of that right there. If Widener tips it and gets the steal, she's going to go down and tie it. Don't throw it backwards. Evil looking, looking. And a timeout will be called by Sacred Heart. So they'll have one remaining with 33 seconds remaining in this basketball game. It's still Sacred Heart 50 and St. Francis 48. St. Francis with just two losses coming back uh, early in uh, mid part, early to mid-January. They lost to Burwell by one, 45-44. And, of course, Burwell made their first state tournament appearance in C2 in 33 years where they took Stanton to the wire. And then they lost the very next game to Pierce, who qualified for the C1 state finals or state tournament. And that was 59-55, to as we said, for Sacred Heart. Their only loss was to Friend. Friend got them right before the postseason 51 to 36 and friend qualified for the d1 state tournament so some quality wins out there and this game fall city sacred heart had to pick up their pace a little bit and they have a 50 to 48 lead here can they repeat as the d2 state champions a lot of d1 trophies then moved into d2 earlier in the decade for girls basketball They have three D1 titles, two D2 titles in the last three tournaments. It'll be Evil to throw it in. Face guarded here by Tara Foltz. 33 seconds to go. Aaron Evil looking. Ball's thrown in. They get Parrish. 
She had trouble coming to a stop, and then when she did, McPhillips puts the hand in the back. St. Francis made no attempt after they started fouling to quit fouling, to try and get that steal or see what happened there. That was almost trouble for Parrish. Now, Parrish is the leading scorer in the game of 17 points. She's 3 of 5 at the line. Front end of the 1-1 one one is up and in, and it is 51-48. Sacred Heart looking at the three-point shooting for Humphrey St. Francis in the game. They are 3 of 12. McPhillips, Foltz, and Wemhoff each have one. And this to make it a two-possession game for the senior Parrish. And she does right through there. 52-48. to 48. Checking it into the ball game, Abby Figner. St. Francis to throw it in. Sacred Heart's not going to pressure the backcourt. So they'll get to throw it into Widener here. And he'll go all the way into the front court before she touches it. They don't need a three. Widener off the ball screen. Pick and roll to McPhillips. And she has it blocked and taken away. And a foul with 24 seconds to go. Sacred Heart with a good switch there. Knew what was coming. And they were able to stuff McPhillips. And we come to the other end for another one and one. It'll still be a two-possession game. And a timeout going to be called by St. Francis. They still have two to go after this. Sarah Wurtenberger will come to the line here for Fall City Sacred Heart. She has not attempted a free throw yet in the game. She does have six points, but St. Francis has not scored since the three-minute mark. And they now trail 52-48. to Ironically, the largest lead in the game by Sacred Heart has been four, and they're going to get a chance to take it to five and possibly six with a one-and-one. When we come back, this time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. Fall City Sacred Heart is out towards St. Francis 15 7 here in the fourth quarter. 24 seconds remain. Fall City Sacred Heart 52, Humphrey St. Francis 48. And a one-and-one coming up here for another senior, Sarah Ortenberger. Ortenberger, Parrish, Figner, the three seniors for the Irish. And they may pull one out here. Front end of the one-and-one. St. Francis hoping that they can just get aboard because there's nobody else in there. And the free throw is good. Irish not going to let that happen. Seven of nine now from the free throw line. And now St. Francis going to be looking at a three at the other end. Largest lead of the game for the Irish right now. Five points. Second free throw. Wurtenberger on the way, and it's good. A six-point lead for the Irish, 54-48. Weidner brings the ball up the floor, has it tipped away, throws it over to Wemhoff for three. It's short, no good. Rebound, Irish. Foul with 15 seconds to go. Boy, that shot by Wemhoff was right on line, just a touch short. And the final one-and-one coming up now for Falls City Sacred Heart. And it will be the sophomore, Mackenzie Witt, to the line. Witt has also not been to the line yet in this basketball game. She makes this, and it's over. St. Francis, and they're giving him a little guff for what happened in the football season. 
Free throw up. Good. And this is over. Sacred Heart is going to be your D2 state champion. Rallying big here in the fourth quarter. They weren't down big, but they put together a heck of a run. Second free throw is no good. Rebound by McPhillips. Up to Widener with 13 seconds. She's fouled, but that's okay. That's only the fourth foul. Coach Santo probably told him to do that. St. Francis will just have to keep throwing it in. That's only the fourth team foul. They'll throw it into Widener. She'll bring it up on the right wing, kick it over for a three-point attempt by Maple. It's good. Timeout. With six and a half seconds to go, though. That took maybe just a second longer to get that timeout call than they wanted. 6.5 remaining in the game as Maple drops home the three. Sacred Heart 55, St. Francis 51. But realistically, St. Francis has got to hope that they can get a turnover on the inbound. Miracles happen. We saw Virginia a week ago in men's college basketball down by two, and they didn't have the ball with a second to go, and they end up winning the game. So let's see if St. Francis can force a turnover because Sacred Heart has definitely turned it over enough, 16 in this basketball game, although they have drastically cut that down here in the second half. I believe they only have four in the second half, make it five. They had 11 turnovers in the first half, five here in the second half. The new West Post Game Show is coming up again. Postseason basketball brought to you in part by our friends at Husker Power Products at Hastings and Sutton and Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Six and a half seconds remaining in the girls' basketball season. Got, got. And let's see if we have any more excitement left. Sacred Heart with the ball. And a four-point lead, just needing to get it in. Aaron able to throw it in. Screens are set. She moves along the baseline, lobs it in. It's knocked away. It is out of bounds off of Sacred Heart. But still, St. Francis needs two buckets. Sacred Heart, as long as they don't foul, they're going to be in good shape. And that's what Coach Santos is saying. Just stand there. They'll throw it into Widener. She'll shoot the three. It's no good. And Falsity Sacred Heart is your, well, they're going to foul. A half second to go, or is it out of bounds? No, there's a foul. There is a foul. If Widener would have made that, they would have got a timeout with about two and a half to three seconds remaining. But all that's in doubt now is the final score. And two free throws coming up here for Sarah Wurtenberger to put the finishing touches on back-to-back state championships in three and four years for this senior class of Wurtenberger, Parrish, and Figner. And fouling out of the basketball game will be McPhillips, one of the seniors here for St. Francis. So with the double bonus, two free throws now coming up for Sarah Wurtenberger. And the first one is on the way, and it is good. One more remaining. St. Francis will end the season 26-3. The Irish 25 or 27-1. And, and Coach is going to bring in some other kids. They'll be the ones celebrating on the court. So Niemeyer gets in there. Bippus is in there. Teresa Moorhead is in there. Well, both coaches are going to go multi-subs here, so... Most of the kids that haven't been in will get in to stand on the Pinnacle Bank Court. That's one of the things if you're in C2, D1, or D2, you don't play at Pinnacle unless you are in the finals. And the second free throw now 
for Wurtenberger. Her sister Emily waiting to check in for her if she makes it. And Sarah smiling, puts the free throw up, and good. So that allows little sis to come into the ball game. They hug. And St. Francis will throw it in here as Eisenminger chucks it in, and that's the end of the ball game. And the D2 girls state champion for the second year in a row, the Irish of Fall City Sacred Heart, as they beat Humphrey St. Francis 57-51, outscoring the Flyers in the fourth quarter, 20-10. We will be back with the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats and wrap up. The 2018 Girls Championship Saturday, right after this, on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and to all those listening online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Are you searching for a solution to achieve perfect emergence and know you only get one shot each spring to get it right? With Aurora Cooperative's Gold Grow Plan, it allows your seeds to emerge together and then win together. RFR research proves there can be over a 60 bushel decrease in yields due to uneven emergence. The Gold Plan allows you to maintain genetic potential that is in the bag when you plant it and then return more yield to your farm when you harvest it. To learn more about the Aurora Cooperative's Gold Grow Plan, please contact your local sales agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. Back to you in three... Two, one. And welcome back one final time to Pinnacle Bank Arena. I want to thank Jeff Staus and all the fine folks at the Nebraska School Activities Association for their hospitality as we get ready to uh, come back one more time next week. This is the third of four championship Saturdays. State wrestling in Omaha, state duels at UNK, girls state basketball, and next week, the boys' state basketball tournament. This is the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back into it. Schedule your appointment today. Here is a look at what has happened today and what the final stats of our girls' basketball game are here in D2. Let us go ahead and start with that. Sacred Heart's also going to win the Sportsmanship Trophy. Quite a few of the state champs today brought home the Sportsmanship Trophy, so congratulations to them. For Humphrey St. Francis, Allison Widener, 10 points and 6 rebounds. Bridget McPhillips, 9 points, 3 rebounds. Kylie Suits, 4 points, 2 rebounds. Tara Fultz, 9 points, 2 rebounds. Logan Wemhoff, 15 points, and three rebounds. Alyssa Cush had a rebound. Riley Maple hit a three-point bucket and one rebound. And Caitlin Jarris had one point and five rebounds. 
The rebounding edge was definitely Sacred Hearts tonight. Eight in the offensive category, 17 in the defensive category here tonight for St. Francis. They had 11 rebounds in the first half, 14 in the second half. Free throw shooting, five of six in the first half, and that makes them four of six in the second half. When you take a look at three-point shooting, they were two of seven in the first half and two of eight in the second half. Overall in the basketball game, St. Francis had 27 points in the first half, 24 points in the second half, and they finished with 51 points, 25 rebounds, 9 out of 12 at the free throw line, 4 of 15 from three-point land, three block shots, only eight turnovers in this basketball game. Also, Allison Widener had 11 assists tonight as the freshman point guard from Humphrey St. Francis as they shot... In the first half, 38%. It seemed like they shot worse in the second half, but it's right at 34%. And they will, or 32%, they end up for the game 35%, 19 out of 54. And Humphrey St. Francis ends the year at 26-3. and For Fall City Sacred Heart, Mackenzie Witt, 7 points, 8 rebounds. Aaron Ebel, 4 points, 1 rebound. Sarah Wurtenberger, the double-double, 10 points, 11 rebounds. Also, Lauren Parrish tonight, 19 points, 6 rebounds, and 5 blocked shots. Abby Figner, 9 points, 9 rebounds. Elizabeth Keithley had 2 points, 1 rebound for Danielle Bippus, and Randy Witt had a couple of threes for her 6 points. Fall City Sacred Heart had 22 rebounds in the first half, 20 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 4 of 7, 4 of 6 in the first half, and then in the second half, Free throw shooting, they were 7 of 8. Three-point shooting, 1 of 1 in the first half, 1 of 3 in the second half. Overall, Sacred Heart, 25 points in the first half, 32 in the second half. And Fall City Sacred Heart will finish with 57 points, 42 rebounds, 11 out of 14 at the free throw line, 2 of 4 from three-point land. They had six block shots, 17 turnovers, shot 22 of 49 from the field for 45% as they shot 50% in the second half, and even 50%, 12 out of 24, to come back in this basketball game and finish as state champions for the second year in a row and the third time in four seasons, 57-51 over Humphrey St. Francis, and the Irish finish the year at 27-1. and Also earlier today, in case you missed it, one last recap for you. In Class C1, we started with Columbus SCOTUS rallying, forcing overtime. They led with 3.30 to go in the first quarter and never led again till overtime, and they won it over Bishop Newman, 40-37. to In the consolation game, Lincoln Christian beat Mitchell, 56-34. to Then in D1, North Central steadily pulled away for a 55, 54-35 win over Bruning Davenport. Shickley in the consolation, Ansley Litchfield beat Pleasanton, 52-48. to in Class B, tight throughout, Elkhorn pulled away very late with a couple free throws to beat South Sioux City, 67-60. to And in the evening session, Superior outscored Ravenna 15-5 to in the fourth quarter to win their first girls basketball title to go with the volleyball title they won in November, and they deny Ravenna their third state title. Ravenna has been to the championship game four out of five years, and they're 2-2, two two, Superior 42, and Ravenna 39. The consolation game in C2, St. Cecilia beat Stanton 47-44. In Class A, Omaha Westside shut Millard South down with 11 points in the first half, and it never got closer than 10. They were up 16 at halftime, and they win it 55-44. That's their second title in the last four years. And then finally here, Sacred Heart 
outscores Humphrey St. Francis 20 to 10 in the fourth to take a 57-51 victory earlier today in the consolation. Exeter Milligan beat Hyannis 46 to 45. And now, Fall City Sacred Heart will be presented the final championship trophy of the day here at Pinnacle Bank Arena and win another title for the Irish. This will be the sixth in girls' program history. And let's hear the presentation. And a big thank you to all of the fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports, to all the girls' basketball fans out there, to all the teams that we covered down here at the state tournament. It was a pretty good run, and congratulations to those that bring home a little bit of hardware here this weekend. More coming up next week, starting at 9 a.m. with Grand Island Central Catholic. We've also got Kearney, Hastings St. Cecilia, Arcadia Loop City, Kennesaw, Wilcox, Hildreth, and Giltner. That'll wrap it up, your exclusive radio home, the only radio home for all championship games at the State Basketball Tournament, ESPN 1460 and 1550. For our producer, engineer Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Fall City Sacred Heart 57, Humphrey St. Francis 51. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everyone. Good night. Proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. Yes, we are good to go. All right. We will... How is he going to discipline teams yeah, when you figure out it's management yeah. trading away top scores? Teams are sitting because of management saying sitting their better players coming to the end of the season, which is tanking. You know, is Adam Silver going to be able to step in in those situations? Golic and Wingo, weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Oye, amigo, it is Dan Levatar